When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And Matt, we have, uh, well, five-sixths of the uh, first week of the playoffs are in the books. In the books. And uh, no real super surprises there. (sighs) Kind of. I I was not excited about the weekend by playoff standards. No Tua, no Lamar. You know, there's going to be some blowouts. Well, the blowouts didn't happen. Right, right. I thought it was more entertaining than I expected, or closer than I expected overall. Playoff games, you kind of expect that. But uh, for the most part, I mean, you know, the Giants won in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. The the Jaguars beat the Chargers. But... Those were the toss-up games. Yeah, those going were the into the weekend. Ones going yeah. in, right? I mean, so, it wasn't like San Fran got beat or the Bills or you know, yeah. right, right, right. Well, you know, all those games at one point or another were close. I mean, mm-hmm. San Fran trailed at the half and ended up pulling away. But right, right, right. The other ones, uh, you know, the Bills, the, well, the Jag game was crazy. Yeah, that right, one was right. nuts. But right. the, you know, the Bills I thought played sloppy. The the Bengals didn't play their best game, and they they've got issues. It's funny you say that because one of my biggest takeaways, first of all, was. I would like to see the Steelers' chances against any of these teams, first of yeah. all. It is Steelers Nation Radio, and I'm not saying they would have went into Buffalo and whipped them or anything like that, but the Bills have if, issues, if too. If Buffalo had played like they played Saturday, was it Saturday Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. If Buffalo plays like they did Sunday against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I like Steelers' chances. I like Steelers' chances to win that game. Yeah, I, I phrased it differently earlier today. Like, if you play the Chiefs like that, you're going to lose by Oh, 20. you're going to kill. Yeah, or yeah. Cincy. Or, I mean, you're going to lose bad. You, you you have to step it up to be. Well, I don't know about bad. Cincy. I, I, that brings me to the next one, like you said. <laughs> one of the things that really showed up to me this weekend, and just how hard it is to win a playoff game, yeah. and that if you have any issues, weaknesses, they almost always get exposed. They get magnified. Magnified is a great word. You know, over the course of just a 60-minute game. Like, for example, I mean, the Chargers couldn't run the ball all year. Eckler gets 13 carries in that game when you have gifts given to you the whole first half. For the Bills. They ran the ball like 10 times in the second half. There was nine plays in a row, and they had like a 20-point lead. They threw it, you know, nine, nine time after time after time. Or the Bills run game. Or, you know, some of these things, you know, the nine, or certainly the, uh, I think is where you're going with this. The Bengals O line and outside corner spot right now. Like, who cares if you don't have bad corners against the Ravens? Well, right. against the Bills and Mahomes and all these other teams, it's going to show up. Show up, you know. <laughs> their O line issues. I mean, so I kind of felt like the biggest winners were KC and Philly. Just kind of be able to sit back and see more weaknesses get exposed. 
And that's why you want the bye week. Yeah, that's right, right. Uh, you know why it's kind of a big you deal. Wounds, of course. Yeah. yeah. You, and you also don't see guys get hurt in those games, which right. we saw really in all those games where mm-hmm. somebody you know somebody went out a key player right. for the Bengals, for example. They lose Jonah Williamson. Now he's not yeah. great. He's not great, but he's their starting left tackle. I mean, they put a, a guard to tackle, <laughs> and he you know, can't right, play, right? and he can't play, and they already. Had, I mean, they were like the Steelers. They went like 15 weeks without any O-line injuries. They got to run the same five back, and it wasn't as good as the Steelers, but they have not fixed their O-line issues to begin with. But then the last couple of weeks, they've been without the right tackle, and now their right guard, who I thought were their two best linemen. And then they lose Williams during the game, who's vastly overrated, but he's a starting left tackle. And Burrow's getting the ball out of his hands remarkably quick. They have no run game. They yeah. can't lean on Mixon at all. It's all Joe and the receivers right now. They had now. to keep putting Pirine in there to, to pass block because block, apparently right. he's a much better pass blocker mm-hmm. than, than Mixon, which, again, is a problem. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, and, and he has to stay yeah. in there and chip every time. He can't go out for a pass, so mm-hmm. everything's focused, you know, running. It was it was just a mess. It was a mess, right. And getting the ball out of his hands super quick. And I thought Burrow played tremendous. But if he didn't, you might lose that game, let alone yeah. the the Hubbard 98-yard return, of course, was huge. Too, and and you, know? you can play that way as well because you're playing a team like the Ravens, who you know uh, – th- that <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain – Their the, style of play? The two-minute – they get the mm. ball back with three minutes left. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And just took their good, sweet time going down the field with and timeouts left, and they're huddling, and they're not using them. Yeah, does Harbaugh <laughs> think that carries over to week one next year? I mean, like, like what are you doing? That was amazing. It was amazing. I somebody mean, said, I, I tweeted something out about that today, and somebody says, well, I've seen Tomlin do that. No, I've never seen theory. Tomlin do that. I've had some issues with Tomlin clock management. Don't get me wrong, but that was just, like, malpractice. Like, did they leave... Five plays on the field? At least. At least. I mean, that's being conservative. I mean, they're huddling, <laughs> chatting had, about it a little bit. I understand it's your backup quarterback, but he started a bunch of games for you. Right. You could, and you win or go home. I mean, you still got to play with tempo and use timeouts. <laughs> I mean, that was insane to me. They like, have, I'm like, do they have a two-minute offense? Because I, 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 I don't think they do. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I mean, how much do they practice two minutes? It doesn't look like much. And well, we brought who it up. Catch the ball last week when we were talking about Lamar and how few fourth quarter and game winning drives he has. Right. In That's his a great career. point. They just don't do yeah, it. it starts they to never kinda, have to do it. I wonder if they don't practice it half as much as other teams. But they don't practice as much as the Steelers do. I'm sure they don't. I mean, do they go shotgun, no huddle, three, four wide like most teams, clapping and you know using your the leg and all that? I mean, in, in uh, that was unbelievable. Between that and watching I, Miami, I bo- Miami, was... Miami butcher the end of that game, mm-hmm. like they couldn't get plays on the in on time. They kept making a big deal out of Josh McDaniels, or not Josh McDaniels, Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels. I, I've done that a hundred times. He's year. he's calling the plays today. He's not good at it. Well, you better be quicker about it. <laughs> you got a third string quarterback. Which I'm sure that was part of the problem as well, but yeah. of course everyone's just killing Skyler. He doesn't know what he's doing out there. <laughs> they were getting the he's plays there into with him. His hands the... in the air, like get me the play. There call, was one know? instance late in that game where the clock actually they put like extra time on the clock mm-hmm. because there were some you know procedural things going on, and they still didn't get the play off in time. Right, and they had false starts left and right, and pre-snap stuff, and like man, I mean if. That game could have been a little closer. I don't know how it was as close as it was. Well, I know how it was close as it was, but Buffalo kept turning the ball over. Yeah, and Allen has some warts now, too. Yeah. And Miami did score you know, a non-offensive touchdown, which is big. But a buddy of mine's like, is Josh Allen Brett Favre? 
I'm like, yes. And that's a top 10 all time. I mean, that's a great yeah, compliment, right. but there's some bad with that too. I mean, this guy is just will drill it anywhere. I mean, his high moments were unbelievably high, but he needs to be better than that. He missed some layups in the he game too. He missed some layups and right. I mean, so there were a lot of warts exposed. It was good football, it was playoff football, but man, uh, bad things show up in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, just, uh, it, it was a interesting weekend. Let's put it that way. No question. And given how the Steelers were playing down the stretch, I like their chances in any of those games. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have they could have hung with any of those teams mm-hmm. and perhaps won some of those games. But... Do you agree that San Francisco was the most impressive? <sighs> yes and no. There was a couple alleys I wanted to go down there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, first half was fine. Common yeah. opponent, Carroll. I mean, uh, I don't know about Purdy. I know his numbers. His his numbers look great because everything's run at catch at run after the catch because there's just guys running open so wide all over the field. There's like two throws I counted that were contested catches or <laughs> should I throw that or not? Like that's phenomenal. I mean that's Shanahan and McCaffrey and the, the horses they have are remarkable. They could win the Super Bowl because they really don't ask much of their quarterback. And at the end of the day, his numbers are through the roof. It's funny you mentioned like, there was what a do you do that yeah. hard. There was a there was a uh, somebody. Tweeted out a it was a catch down the sideline that I think to Ayuk mm-hmm. and Ayuk's running down the sideline and he has to dive inside to it's catch a bad the ball. Throw. It's, it's a, a that was an throw. awful throw. It's a bad throw. He threw behind <laughs> open receivers. The people repeatedly. like, oh, look right. at this throw by Brock Purdy. I'm like, yeah, it was an awful throw. It was completed, but it wasn't <laughs> it because he was such a great passer. If he throws that to the outside where it was supposed to be, it's a touchdown. He's still running, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I understand. I mean, the first half I thought Purdy looked rusty, nervous, whatever. And he got better. But still, I mean, Debo's wide open on a yeah. crosser. He's throwing passes that I could complete. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's, the degree <laughs> of difficulty is very low, which I give the Niners all the credit in the world for constructing that, but I can't give him all the credit in the world. Yeah. I, I think we talked about this last well, year. Well, here's the other thing about that, Matt. Yeah. I see this a lot. Well, if the, you know, the Steelers, they should be paying attention to how Kyle Shanahan does this. Okay. Well, I it, think he's the best. That's fine. Number one. That's yeah. fine. But he has Christian McCaffrey. And it's all come who, together. Who might be the best offensive weapon coming weapon. out of the backfield Absolutely. in the league. He has Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, who we both love we're and love. loved them coming out of the draft. And he's got George Kittle, yes. who's a top three tight end in the league. Yes. I mean, the and weapons a good offensive are line. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And they were held in check for a while. But I was, it was like a volcano. You know it's going to erupt at some point. Because how do you cover all those dudes? If Patrick Mahomes was with the 49ers right now, yeah. they would go unbeaten. I, oh, yeah, yeah. They'd be <laughs> one of the best teams of You'd all time. Never, nobody would beat them. Nobody would beat them. With them. Nobody would be within 20 points of them. So I, I tweeted this out because the Niners are averaging just under 35 offensive offensive points per game and are 6-0 and with Purdy. Well, I think McCaffrey got there like seven games ago yeah. or eight games ago. Yeah. You, you know let's, what let's, I mean? Like, yeah. What was? What it's not like they happened? didn't. Yeah, they didn't score when they. You know, they got McCaffrey and that opened the floodgates. Yeah, and you know a lot more about basketball than I do, but I've heard the analogies like Pippen and Jordan could play the the one, the two, the three, the four. They don't have to substitute to change yeah. their roles. Well, that's how they are. You know, McCaffrey can line up in the backfield, or Debo can, or you know, they all yeah. can do everything. Which or is you're awesome. splitting McCaffrey out wide, and then who, who's covering him? You know, yeah. all kinds of stuff that he adds to the equation. You know, the issue with him, He's a weapon, is that he just hasn't been able to stay healthy mm-hmm. for a complete, you know, season. Yeah. Outside of what is his rookie year? The last two have been injury prone, yeah. plagued. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think they're going to have but, him touch the ball yeah. 28 times a But he's game. a tremendous weapon. He's yeah. a tremendous weapon. So I think they're very dangerous. 
But sometime he's going to have to drop back on third and eight and do quarterback stuff. And he's done, he's gotten away with it this far. I'm just not sold yet. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. No, nor am I. And I think we were talking about last week. I mean, I got asked a bunch of times, what if you swapped Pickett and Purdy? That's not a knock on the Steelers system. I'm like, it'd be better. Yeah. It'd be better than what the Purdy's doing. I, mean, I definitely believe that. Well, let's talk about that, Max. I wanted to dive into this here over the next Two segments here, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll start the conversation now. And we're going to look at the Steelers' offense position by position. Okay. Um, let's talk about the quarterback play. Yeah. Every time I tweet something even remotely positive out about Kenny Pickett, <laughs> well, he only has seven touchdown passes. And he, you know, they want to throw the stats out at you. Mm-hmm. Trust your eyes on this. Yeah, is is what I'm saying. I tr- I trust having watched this game, covered this game for 30 years, and watched it long before that. I know what a quarter, what good quarterback play looks like. I know what somebody who looks like they belong. Yeah, that's looks a, like the words I was about to use. Yeah, and he looks like he belongs on the field. Yes. Now, does that mean he's going to be a star? No, but he's a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Look at the jump that Trevor Lawrence made oh, sure. from year one to year two. Right, right, right. Um, I 100% agree. It, it, he's like the most decisive Twitter person. You can't ever say anything oh, about no. him or you hate him or you love him. Yeah. You know, like you're a homer or you hate him. You know, because I'll say things like kind of along those lines, like I think it was week 17 or 18. I'm sitting there taking notes and boy, my note was, man, I'm really happy with how Pickett's playing. It's early in the third quarter. And I pull up the box score and he's got 62 passing yards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the numbers and the tape are so far different. And, and I think a lot of that, and you're going to be tired of me hearing this, is there's just not a lot of explosiveness in the in the uh, passing game. But that game, was by design. Right, to, to generate the big numbers. So, I, I mean, I think I even said this, or we said this for sure, you know, preseason picket. What do you want to see from preseason picket? I want to look like he belongs, you know, that it's not too big from him. That's really the whole rookie year quarterback first-round pick conversation for me. Does yeah. he look like he belongs? Does he understand the speed of the game? Is he comfortable of course, he had moments where he wasn't, but as a whole, that's a big yes. I've seen rookie quarterbacks look like they had no business being on the field. I've seen right. veteran quarterbacks look like they had no business being on the field. How about this stat, man? It really stands out when one yeah. doesn't look. So I'll have a series that, that starts tomorrow mm-hmm. on Steelers.com, um, looking at each position here. We'll do one every every couple of days. Okay. So I started with, this, with the quarterback position. I dug up this little nugget here. Pickett averaged 44.7 passes per game hmm. in the game his full games pre uh pre buy. Okay. It's a big number. Post buy was 31.9 passes that was wow. over his final 7 starts, his full starts. But in games that Pickett attempted 38 or more passes and played in a complete a complete game, they were 1 and 4. Makes in sense. games that he was under that number, 6 and 0. Oh. Wow. And there's a formula here. Right. When they started running the ball better, obviously, sure. he got better. But when they started asking him, hey, we don't want you to, we don't need you to go out there 
and be Josh Allen. Right, 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 right. Or be like I think that's a know. weakness of the Bills right now is they're too reliant. Too reliant on that. Yeah, the, the Ravens are a perfect example. They yeah. were too Lamar dependent. And if you look at any quarterback who's going out there and averaging forty-five passes a game, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be good. You're going to expose no. yourself to to more bad things than you yeah. are. It happened to Tom Brady this year. Yeah, I mean, talk about polar opposites of where their careers are at. I've seen everything, done everything. They have no running game whatsoever. He throws it a million times. I bet he throws it a million times tonight. It's not ideal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's certain game, sure, against Casey Hampton's defense, put Brady back there and throw it every snap, you know. But as a whole, especially a rookie quarterback, 44 passes a game. I bet if I bet if we had the conversation in Latrobe, hey, for 10 games this year. Pickett's going to average 44 pass attempts a game. What do you think their record will be? I'm like, one and nine. If they had Ben Roethlisberger drop back and throw 45 right. times per game. I'd say four and six, three yeah. and seven. It's, know, just, it's not a good formula right. for, for good quarterback play. The key stat to me out of all that is the third down conversions. Mm-hmm. Because you're not running for all those third down conversions. No, there's you know, a lot of third and longs in there too. Yeah, and he's 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 converting third and longs. He's he's just keeping the the you know we talk about all the the twelve, fourteen, sixteen play drives. Mm-hmm. That's because the quarterback is actually playing well. Now you'd like to see yeah. some splash involved there, but he's not you putting have to the, get the splash. He's not putting the ball in harm's way as a rookie. Which that's a, a big component. There one interception. Right. Post by. Post by. Yeah. One. And played a lot. I don't know how many snaps he played, <laughs> 600 or something. Yeah. Right, right. I don't care who the quarterback is. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's anyone's in the league, obviously. That's Aaron Rodgers type stuff, but he's not necessarily taking the shots that Rodgers took. Right. But we're not talking about Rodgers' rookie year either. Right. You know, I mean, Rodgers, the foundation, this is good bricks and mortar. You know what I mean? Is if you can take this and now we're going to get more aggressive scheme, decision-making, all the above, as opposed to, dude, you're killing us. Yeah. And we have no foundation to rely on, like, even how, though you make five really nice plays yeah. a game. How do you feel Kenny Pickett feels, or how do you think Kenny Pickett feels coming out of this rookie season? Oh, I could do this. I, I think he knows he can do this. Yeah. Right, right, right. As opposed to if you go out there and Trevor Lawrence last year, 12 touchdown passes, 17 interceptions. First pick of the draft again. First pick, yeah. Getting abused, right? And, and he's like... Okay, I know I'm pretty good, but this was tough. But I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, you almost said exactly these words three or four minutes ago. Is I think, I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's going to be Joe Burrow. But I think he's a starting quarterback. I mean, yeah. I almost think that he's over that hump at this point. Like, that guy's going to be an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, unless injuries or something crazy yeah. derail him, as it could to anybody. But he's a good player. Yeah, I, I, I feel very strongly about that. Mm-hmm. And I do uh, think his weaknesses, which we could talk about all offseason, are the weaknesses that most rookie quarterbacks have. They're not these rare things where, boy, he just doesn't see the field or he can't make a throw or, you know, like, yeah. you know, that are death knells to you that you can't overcome. Yeah, I feel very confident that he knows where to go with the football, that he mm-hmm. sees the field, yeah. that he's accurate. Yeah. Um, he learns know. quickly. He's yeah. a good athlete. He can deliver the football. Right. I mean, he's not bashful. He's not too much of a risk taker. And so the inherent things are all there. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I do think that you know, as this, as we head into next season, um, you know, let's let's say Lamar's not back mm-hmm. in Baltimore. It sounds, I don't say likely, but quite possible. It's, it's headed that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from what we saw of Deshaun Watson this year as a Cleveland Brown, mm-hmm. 
you know, when when the Steelers selected or were talking or thinking about selecting a quarterback in last year's draft, well, unless you get one of these guys, you're going to have the fourth best quarterback room in in, mm-hmm. in the AFC North. I don't know if that's the case now. I don't know if that's the case now. I mean, I don't know what to think of Watson. I have no idea. I know what to think of Burrow, and he's going to be yeah. a phenomenal player and already is. Um, I I think Baltimore's going to look different, whether yeah. it's with or without Lamar. And they're just so different anyway. They're like playing Army or Navy. or You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is their style? But even if, even if Pickett is still number four on that list— he still might be tenth in the league. Right. It's not that the gap. The <laughs> right. gap is not as great as what you know you would think mm. with you know with most rookie quarterbacks. Right. Right. And a lot of people think, well, if you don't take a guy in the top five, he can never hit. Like most of the best quarterbacks in the league are not top five picks. Yeah. And Mahomes, Allen, Watson, Lamar, all these guys we just talked about. You know, they're not all of them are high picks. You know. Yeah. I so mean, in terms of first rounders, I mean, they they could have uh, very well knocked that uh, out of the park here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you'd love to get the next Patrick Mahomes. Of course, of course. but there's kind of one of those. You can win right. without that, as we just talked about with the 49ers. Yeah, as we just saw with you know the, I mean, the Ravens and and Dolphins played Allen and Burrow really, really tough yesterday, and could have won those games. Could have won those games. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, Lawrence threw four interceptions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, people would say people would say Justin Herbert is a you know is is a better quarterback than than Kenny Pickett, and and he is. And he is, yeah. Didn't didn't lead to a win. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> they still didn't run the ball well and manage the clock well. And it's other a team like game. That you know, Absolutely. that's that's the thing, and you have to surround the quarterback with good talent, mm-hmm. and you also have to play to the strengths of the quarterback. That's one thing that this yeah. San Francisco is doing right now Extremely with Brady. Well, right. I mean, they're kind of writing the the, the 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 rule book on that. I mean, incredibly well. And it's easy to say, well, you need a next Mahomes. There's only six of them, <laughs> so you have to have a plan B. Right. I mean, you're going to play 17 games next year, and 25 teams are not going to have somebody on Mahomes' level talent wise. Absolutely, and if you you know the, having that guy. And I get it. Steeler fans are are spoiled in that regard because they, they had, had they had right, they kind of right, had that guy for exactly. eighteen years, you right, know, right. And, and for fifteen of those years he was on that Hall level. Of Famer, right, yeah, right, right. He could he could raise the level of play for everybody mm-hmm. else. You don't have to win that way. You don't have to win that way, and they've shown that they can win meaningful games with a guy that's not even an average starting quarterback, in my opinion. I mean, Pickett is. We just talked praisingly about him. You know, he's going to be a good yeah. player, but he's not. He's the, not there yet. He's not the twelfth best quarterback <laughs> right. in the league, but he might be next year. So if he moves from twenty-two to twelve, I don't think that's crazy talk over the course of the next three hundred sixty-five days. Well, is that four more wins a year? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if he gets to fifteen, exactly, exactly, you know? right, right, right. So if he, and he keeps getting better and better, I mean, so I think it's really encouraging. I, I do as well. Um, we'll dive into some of these other positions here as we yeah, get through uh, this before we head to the uh, fantasy football focus nope, to close nope. off, close out the show. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely headed in the right direction. Uh, you can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app. And wherever you get your podcasts, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. When we come back, we'll get to the rest of the offense right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.